Hello, this is Do Go On. I'm Matt Stewart. And I'm Taran Jayamana. And uh, we're in Sydney. And uh, we're about to be in Brisbane. And we're doing live shows. They're called Dry Dryer. And also, who knew with Matt Stewart in both those cities? And you can get details at mattstewartcomedy.com. Anything else you want to tell the good listeners that do go on, Saran? Well, the whole point of this was you thought that it might be more engaging if you had a different voice. But you've said most of the information. So, hey, come see us in Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, that was engaging. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching. <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalised results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI, Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. <laughs> And edit it. (laughs) Hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music or eBooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. (laughs) (laughs) And you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnicky and I'm sitting here with Matt Stewart and Jess Perkins. Hello, Dave. Hello, Jess. This is an outrage. You're sitting here with Jess Perkins and some old man. Yeah, that's true. Hello, old man. Oh, <laughs> hello, Greg. Yeah, he's not on mic today, but um, <laughs> it's good to have you in the corner there anyway. Oh, I just high-fived Greg. Yeah, on you, Greg. <laughs> Greg with a, with three Gs, one Greg. start, two at the end. Yeah. <laughs> like all good Gregs should. Yeah, yeah. He's actually the inventor of Greg's, the Greg's uh, the bakery what? in UK. Yeah. His, name's, his full name's Gary Greg. Greg's his surname. When I met him before, I said, hey, Greg, he said, my father's name was Greg. You can call me Gary Greg. Wow. Yeah. So I, I don't know, and still I disrespected him by calling him Greg. Sorry about that, Greg. I disrespected him by calling him an old man. I'm so sorry, Greg. Um, I didn't know your name, and I panicked, and so I identified you by your age. Yeah. Anyway, Greg, thanks for sitting in this week. <laughs> um, but we we will try not to refer to you too much in this episode. Yeah, I do feel down. like I'm being watched. Yeah, you are. He's staring right at you. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's feeling inspired for a new kind of pie. It's <laughs> <laughs> not about your hair. Yeah, Looks he's like going to call it sitting on your head. a cutie pie. Mm. <laughs> Greg, Greg, my eyes are up here, please. 
My eyes are down here. Stop <laughs> looking at my hair. hair. <laughs> uh, so this is a show. It's called Do Go On. And on it, we rotate between the three of us, uh, Jess Perkins, Dave Warnaki. Close enough. And me, Matt. Warnecki. Oh, Warnecki. Thank you. And me, Matt Stewart. And uh, Emphasis what, on the art. <laughs> what we do here is one of us uh, researches a topic through the week, uh, usually being suggested by a listener, and then we bring that report in and tell the other two all about it. This week, Jess Perkins is doing that report. We don't know what the topic is, Dave and I, but Jess is going to get us on the topic with a question. Jess, what is this week's question? This week's question is, who was also known by the following nicknames? Ooh. Multiple, okay. Okay, I know nicknames. That's one of my strong suits. The Juggernaut. Okay, that's Gary Gregg. <laughs> Mike the Durable. Okay. Oh, Iron Mike. Mike or, Tyson? Or Irish Rasputin. Oh, okay. Mike Tyson? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Collins? I don't know if this is one you would have heard of. Uh, Michael. So it's an Irish Michael. It is a Michael. I think I'll I'm, give all, you that. I'm, I'm out from all my Michaels. Is it Bono? It's Michael not Flatley? Bono. It's not oh, Michael Flatley. I okay. wish. Um, have you heard of Michael Malloy? No. Mick often, Malloy I've heard of. Often, no, this is Malloy. Oh, Malloy. He's often referred to as the man who wouldn't die. <laughs> <laughs> or the Irish Rasputin. Yeah. Or Iron Mike. Does or the also... man who wouldn't die. That is such a badass nickname. It's, it's great. I wonder where he got the Rasputin thing. I wonder if it's because he's got a magic dick. Yeah. Did Rasputin have a magic dick? That's all I yeah, remember about We Rasputin. talked about it on episode 100. God, that was so long ago, though. We were also all good about his dick. <laughs> it was a magic dick, and then uh, apparently people, uh, when he died, kept it in a jar. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> if you get it in you, you you're cured. Yeah, I imagine that. He would say. Of what? Has Iron Mike eaten Rasputin's dick? Uh, look, I will not confirm nor deny. Right. The man who wouldn't die. I the wonder if he's still alive. Who wouldn't is he die. A, for us, yeah. What does that make you a, a to dick in? <laughs> if you put a Rasputin's dick in you. Anyway, it felt like there was something there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not all instincts are good. Um, and that's okay. I'm here to prove that. Yeah. <laughs> um, this has been suggested a few times. Uh, in the hat, which you can, uh, like, there'll be a link in this episode's description, or you can go to our website if yeah. you want to put in a, a, a suggestion anytime. Anyone can do it. Well, these people did. Uh, Owen Fitzpatrick, a Nittish Bat, Jeremiah Bang. Amazing. <laughs> Nittish Bat. Nittish Bat. You skipped over Nittish Bat. Nittish Bat. <laughs> Is so good. Jeremiah. I'm not sure we've spoken to Nittish before. Well, Jeremiah Bang. Oh, bang. Oh, bang. And also uh, by Marcio, too. Wow, so it's relatively. Are they all Irish? Uh, I know Owen is, and I'm. I'm sorry if it, Owen I'm, sounded very Irish. It's E I O N, which can either be like Owen or like Ian. Okay. So Owen slash Ian. But we definitely nailed the pronunciation of Nittish bat. Yeah. Let's just say. Yeah, that. true. So you know, <laughs> take one for the team, <laughs> Owen. Thank you. Or so, Ian or Iron. Or Iron. Ian Zeering. The oh, year. It's actually Owen Mike. What? No. Instead of Iron. <laughs> He's Irish. Can I just start? Bit of wordplay there, everyone. <laughs> uh, don't worry, we'll, we'll warm up really soon. <laughs> Can you edit all that stuff out, Jess, please? Don't make us look bad. Thank Absolutely you. not. I'll make you look worse somehow. Uh, so when you're listening, if you listening to that before and thought, 
God, that was a mess. That was my editing skills. Okay. Uh, the year was 1932. Oh, a good year. The Great Depression was in full swing. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest of years. And life was pretty bleak across Ooh. the board. Okay. Michael Malloy uh, was a regular at Tony Marino's bar where he'd drink until he passed out. No one knew much about Michael Malloy other than that he'd come from Ireland. Uh, this is in New York. Um and that he was originally from County Donegal. He moved to New York, to New York where he worked as a firefighter. Um, fortunately, he enjoyed a drink a little too much and lost his job due to his unreliability and erratic behaviour. Did you just say fortunately that happened? Unfortunately. Oh, my goodness, I was going to say. Because, fortunately. Yeah, but don't worry. When he was passed out, someone put a winning lottery ticket in his <laughs> pants and that would have happened otherwise. Hooray. No, so he, he used to work as a firefighter. Now he was... Uh, unemployed, uh, presumed living on the streets, um, and nobody really knew anything about him. He had no family or friends, uh, no definitive date of birth. Most people guessed he was around 60, but who knows? Right. Uh, And he didn't have a job other than occasionally collecting rubbish or sweeping alleyways. Um, One night, Tony Marino was at his speakeasy uh, speaking to his friends Francis Pasqua and Daniel Kreisberg. Marino confided in his friends the business was not going well. Despite the fact that a guy drinks till he passes out every night. Well, that's... He's a good customer. That's the thing. Marino was about 20... He was 27 years old uh, and he would be lucky to get money from his customers. So t- tabs were opened but rarely paid. He's not very good at the business. No, he's not good at business. Wow. Make people pay for the drink when they get the drink. Don't yeah. open a tab. I'd never thought of that. I've never thought of that. Just opening a tab and bailing on it? No, I normally thought of charging someone uh, up front. Right. Yeah. Wow. That, that, that it's could... a real game changer. Wow. To be honest, yeah. I mean, tricky back then. It was all checks and stuff, right? All right. I'll write you a check. Yeah. Now you'll, you'll find out that I don't have any money in my bank next week sometime. Yeah. And it's no, all trust bo- me till then. It's all bootlegged whiskey as well. Like it's all bootlegged alcohol because prohibitions uh, happening as well. So they're like underground, sort of hidden speakeasies, and so be know. like, you give me this non-genuine liquor, I'll give you this non-genuine money. Yeah. I'll pay you in good wishes. Um, so business isn't going very well for him. And his friend Pasqua, who was 24 and was an undertaker by trade, said, why don't you take out an insurance policy on Malloy? There was a, there's a, an amazing article from the Smithsonian, and this is a little passage from that. He says, Pasqua knew he'd pulled off such a scheme once before. The year prior, Marino had befriended a homeless woman named Mabel Carson. He convinced her to take out a $2,000 life insurance policy, naming him as the beneficiary. One cold night, he force-fed her alcohol, stripped off her clothing, doused the sheets and mattress with ice water and pushed the bed beneath an open window. The medical examiner listed the cause of death as pneumonia and Marino collected the money without incident. <laughs> that is the most horrific thing what I've ever the heard. Hell? What? Can you kill someone that way? Well, yeah, she would have, like, it probably would have been something like pneumonia. Her body would have just shut down. Wow. And she, so she was so drunk she didn't know to, yeah. well, she wasn't conscious to, oh, that's yep. pretty messed up. Yep. I, I thought he was going to douse her in petrol and set her on fire. That was, that was terrible. Be... Somehow <laughs> I'm even more shocked. Yeah. Because it has to look like an accident. Oh. That, yeah, that's, whoa, that's full on. Whereas, like, I, don't, I doubt she would accidentally... Douse herself in petrol. Oh no, there's the petrol. Oh no, there's a cigarette. But if if she's just found really cold in bed. And that doesn't burn down the whole building as well. Yeah. 
So, I mean, that is it's kind of ingenious, but also the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah, and I have a little note here that I said, so we're talking about some very nice people here. Wow, Pasco, you <laughs> dirty dog. Well, that was Marino. Marino did that. Oh, Marino had done that. Pasco, like, he suggested it to Marino knowing that Marino had gotten oh, away right. with it once before. Like, he's too much of a wuss to ask people for money for the beers. But he'll just kill but he'll people. he'll kill people. Yeah. So oh, Marino... I could, I could <sighs> ask him to close their tab, but... It's probably easier to just kill him. Why just, don't I just kill this woman? Why don't I just close the tab on her life? <laughs> Cash in. Open the window, close the tab on her life. Oh, yeah, wow. Wow, that is nice. When one window opens, something, something, something. Yeah, one something. woman dies. Yada, yada, yada. Um, so Marino thought about Pasqua's suggestion and looking at Malloy, he figured he ain't got much, uh, he ain't got much longer to go anyhow. The stuff is getting him. Yeah, the stuff being the alcohol that Marina was giving him. So fantastic. For free, I guess. Not yet, but that does happen. The third man, who was Daniel Kreisberg, uh, he was 29 years old. He was a gross aide. He was a father of three, and he thought about the plan and agreed in the hopes of coming into some money for his young family. Not really sure what, like, basically there's a, there's a group of them, and I'm not really sure what much he actually does. But anyway, he was like, yeah, all right, I'll do it because... If we get some money out of it, then I can, you know, feed my kids. Jeez, you would be so sus on this guy offering you a drink. What, like, if you knew? If Malloy, any of these people around him would be like, Malloy's going, oh, this one's in the house. Ah, oh, what do you got planned for me, yeah. Malloy? <laughs> no, Malloy's, Malloy's the Marino. You think you have Marino? Oh, Marino. <laughs> There's too many names. Polly Marino. Well, there's going to be more. <laughs> What? In a couple of resources I read, they claimed that Michael Malloy signed the insurance papers himself, tricked into signing a form that said he could have unlimited free drinks at Marino's Speakeasy. <laughs> Sign here, I'll give you a puppy. Okay. However, I'm not sure I believe that. I read this account, which I feel is probably more likely. So Pasqua paid an acquaintance to come with him to meetings with insurance agents. This acquaintance would tell the insurance agents his name was Nicholas Mellory, and that he worked as a florist. And Pasqua had a colleague in the funeral biz falsely verify that, yes, this guy's a florist. I've worked with him at funerals. Um, so then that's how they took out insurance policies. It, but there's a different name, though, too. Yeah, but like, they were just going to, like, use the body and be like, it's Nicholas. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. It's a different time. You could just use other bodies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's that's uh, that's, that's my mum. Yeah. But then why make it a name similar? <laughs> yeah, that is strange, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my dead body. I've died. Yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> now, um, can I have money, my money, please? please? Yeah. yeah, so I won't be coming into school <laughs> yeah. today. <laughs> As you can see, I'm dead. So, yeah, that homework will not be done. <laughs> it really was a different time. It's a different time. <laughs> The Great Depression. Why do they call it that? It sounds amazing. <laughs> it sounds like opportunities were endless. Yeah. Um, it took Pasqua five months, but eventually he got three different life insurance policies, all offering double indemnity, which means double the payout if it's an accident, uh, on this guy, Nicholas Mellory's life. It doesn't exist. <laughs> Two of the policies were with Prudential Life Insurance Company and one was with the Metropolitan Life Insurance Company. So one company insured the same person twice and yep. both of them don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then And they're both set up to double. So there's two of them already. They've doubled it and then they'll double it again if it's a, an accident. Yeah. 
So yeah. they get they four to, times they the money. Pay out four times for one man. Yeah, the same company. Yeah, one man who doesn't exist. <laughs> this is a good scam. Yeah, it's pretty good. They thought it through. It would be even better if the the body they needed was just like a bunch of potatoes or something. <laughs> so no one even had to die. It yeah. was just a rug. <laughs> there he is. There he is. No, don't look at him. Uh, oh. Have you ever met him before? You don't know he's not a rug. <laughs> How dare That's you? That's him. He's the rug. He's a rug. And he was the best goddamn <laughs> rug I ever knew. <laughs> my living room's so empty right now. <laughs> and my heart. It's an open casket. It's a rolled up rug. In there. Everyone has to kiss the rug. Kiss the rug. Um, Pasqua, he also recruited, recruited another acquaintance who was a bartender at Tony Marino's bar to act as next of kin and beneficiary for this fictional Nicholas Mel- uh, Mellory. And he would all he would need to do would be to positively... Positively identify the body, <laughs> falsely positively yeah, identify it, and, yeah. the, and the money would be theirs. If they pulled off the plan, they would split $3,500, which was about like 66 grand today. So it was a fair bit of money. I mean, it's a lot of effort for 66 grand, isn't it? Yeah. Like you're risking a lot. A lot. You're murdering a man. You're murdering a man for a split of 66 grand Oh, too. so that's not even their cut. You get a third of that each. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Remembering that that's, it is the Great Depression. They got yeah, okay, money. That's okay. also only if there was only three of them. They get more people. <laughs> so it's now December of the, the 1932, and a few extra men were added to the group. Um, the press would later call them the Murder Trust. <laughs> The, uh, the people who were added were petty criminals John McNally and Edward Tinny Smith. He had a fake ear, but it was not made of tin. It was made of wax. No idea why anybody called him Tinny, but they did. Okay. Edward Tinny Smith. And there was also <laughs> Tough Tony Bastone and his submissive sidekick, Joseph Maglione. <laughs> Joseph the Carrot Nose Maglione. He <laughs> <laughs> was a snowman. <laughs> <laughs> so like I touched on before, Part of the plan was giving Malloy free drinks. They thought, he's a big drinker. Part of the plan. Malloy's like, I never pay here anyway. Yeah, I've never given you any money, but they're like, take it for free. They sort of figured he was a big drinker, he'll just drink himself to death. Easy peasy. Well, actually, I don't know, that's less nasty than the freezing that's all, that's, water one. That's borderline ethical. Yeah. It's not. It's but, definitely yeah. not. But I think they wanted it to, you know, like you can certainly drink yourself to death over many decades, oh, you know, cause like, so many issues. I think they wanted him to like drink himself to dead right now. Like tonight. Can you yeah. drink yourself to death tonight? Could you? I bet you can't drink 30 bottles of vodka. Child accepted. Yeah. Oh, no, I could. I could. Are they also giving him like high fat meals and cigarettes. <laughs> Just trying to really get him going. You can't exercise anymore. Nobody loves you. They're also trying to beat him down. <laughs> they put <laughs> multiple old mobile phones in his pockets. <laughs> yeah, mate, that radiation over time is going to lead to some issues, possibly. <laughs> Come stand near the microwave. <laughs> I'm putting it on for eight minutes. <laughs> Don't move. That'll be enough to kill him. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they, oh, they wanted him to just drink himself to death, and that way it would also look like the death was an accident. You know, like yeah. it, like it just happened. It wasn't anything suspicious. But do you think that's double indemnity? Do you think that counts as an accident if someone has drunk themselves to death over their lifetime? It's not like something like you got hit yeah. by a car or something fell on your head. It's like over several decades, like you were saying, yeah. he drank too much accidentally. Yeah, he but didn't you, know. Yeah. You we can didn't. drink yourself. To, you can get alcohol poisoning. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah, that's oh, what I mean. Like Bond Scott went out, isn't it? I think so. 
Yeah, choking, choking on, on your own vom. Yeah. It's a real rock star way In a car. Pretty sure he was sitting in a car. Sitting and sleeping in a car. Oh, that's sad. Um, so, yeah, they thought, look, we'll give him free drinks. He'll be dead this week. But this went on for weeks and weeks, and Malloy <laughs> would always turn up the next day to take his seat at the bar and start all over again. <laughs> like, oh, this is the week. This, <laughs> like, this is the week. We've got him. How funny, you know, like cheers where everyone knows your name. Hey, Norm. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, fuck. Malloy. <laughs> Back in again. Malloy, you're still here. Oh, you're still alive. <laughs> Give you a cup of methylated spirits last night and it hasn't done the trick. <laughs> Dave, you are so close. Oh, really? The murder trusts were at a loss. Day after day, Malloy came back into the bar and enjoyed his free drinks. <laughs> the trusts were always like huddling around like they're about to play in some sort of big tournament. <laughs> Yeah, they're like getting a game plan, yeah. hyping themselves up. Murder trust. He'd always he'd have his drinks, he'd stumble off, and he'd be back the next day. <laughs> Growing increasingly patient, tough Tony suggested someone just shoot Malloy in the head and get it over and done with. Could be that's an accident. That is tough. That is tough. I'm <laughs> a tough Tony. Tony, I got a carrot nose. But Murphy recommended a more subtle solution. Is that tinny? Uh, yeah, Sword. no, chopping off an arm, let him bleed out. <laughs> let him bleed. Out. No, I don't even remember. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Murphy, what, what did Murphy want? Murphy said, "Well, what about if we swap out his whiskey and gin with shots of wood alcohol? <laughs> wood alcohol, <laughs> which is basically <laughs> methanol. So it's like um, a, close to one hundred percent proof of what? Yeah, it's right. used in automotive antifreezes, in rocket fuels, and as a general solvent. <laughs> so they thought." Here we go. Like in um, drinks containing just four percent wood alcohol could cause blindness, and by 1929, more than fifty thousand people nationwide had died from the effects Jeez. of impure alcohol. So their plan wasn't just to serve him like shots tainted with wood oil, but straight up wood wood alcohol, wood oil, wood alcohol. This is starting to get a little less ethical. <laughs> yeah, they're like, let's just straight up poison him. So Murphy bought uh, some wood alcohol at a local hardware store, took it back to the bar, and Marino served Malloy shots of cheap whiskey to get him feeling good, and then they made the switch. And this guy's just like, keep him coming. <laughs> yeah, keep I love coming. the idea of cheap whiskey. He's like, oh, I'm king of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even have to drink wood. A solvent today. <laughs> cheap whiskey? Holy moly, this is meant to be drunk. <laughs> you got a new uh, cocktail. It's called Rocket Fuel. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to love it. <laughs> Um, the gang watched on as Malloy downed the drinks. Everyone is like t- in the whole bar is just staring at this guy. Ooh. And you, One. Would, <laughs> you wouldn't be sus at all that these people are staring at you very intently while you're having a drink. You all holding have... big um, bottles of Valvoline. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, they must be. I mean, he must be so pissed all the time. He's not noticing any of this behaviour. Yeah. He's just like, ah, oh, my boys, it's my mates. My hey, the murder crew. That's the thing. Why do we call ourselves that again? <laughs> <laughs> so they're watching him and they're like, here we go. But their enthusiasm didn't last long as he never showed any signs of illness. <laughs> In fact, just kept drinking. No. He certainly got drunk, but he did not get dead. <laughs> night after night, the scene repeated itself. Oh, this is a little quote from uh, from that Smithsonian article. Night after night, the scene repeated itself, with Malloy drinking shots of wood alcohol as fast as Murphy poured them, until the night he crumpled without warning to the floor. The gang fell silent, staring at the jumbled head a heap by their feet. Pasqua knelt by Malloy's body, feeling at neck for the pulse, lowering his ear to the mouth. The man's breath was slow and laboured. 
You couldn't hear it was his tin ear. (laughs) (laughs) They decided to wait, watching the sluggish rise and fall of his chest. Any minute now. Finally, there was a long, jagged breath. The death rattle, maybe? But then Malloy began to snore. (laughs) 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 He's just gone to sleep. And then he he woke up several hours later and asked for a drink. (laughs) (laughs) All of a sudden, everyone's like, they're back at the drawing board and he, he... there's a pan out, and all of a sudden he's standing in the edge of the shot in a dressing gown, brushing his teeth. <laughs> hey, fella, what, what have you been up to? Sorry, I passed out before. Can I grab a drink? Oh, they're all on the house for me now. Just pull my own. Is that cool? Anyone want a drink? Yeah. Valvoline? <laughs> Anyone in? <laughs> it's so good. <clears throat> he just starts snoring. Starts snoring. So they're like, we've oh. got him. He's dead. He's made and it. He's just <laughs> fallen asleep. More deadly poisons were added to Malloy's drinks in an attempt to finally break his immune system. They tried turpentine, horse liniment, and even rat poison, but he still kept coming back. Holy moly. They put He drank rat poison. Yeah. Yeah. That is seriously. Wow. And then they tried raw oysters, which was Pasqua's idea, knowing that Murphy enjoyed seafood. Isn't that... Is, don't, don't you eat oysters raw? No, but they'd like they'd um, soaked them in something <laughs> like wood alcohol, rat poison, and then given it to him. Yeah, well, the wood alcohol didn't work. No, straight. they weren't raw. Let's they were like do... off. They were oh, off. Okay, okay. <laughs> but incredibly, his digestive system seemed to be able to cope with that as well. Iron guts. At this point, Iron Mike, I get it now. Yeah. At this point, their murder attempt was costing them money because between the bar tab, the wood alcohol. About $66,000. And, and the monthly insurance premiums that they're paying. For three times. Three times. To- four. Oh, yeah, three. They were running up a fair bit of debt with the plan and nothing seemed to be working. And he's just having a great time. He's like, oh, this is the best. i got some new friends. Gosh, thanks so much for looking after me. I don't know why, but I really appreciate it. Now, seafood? Yeah. This is the best. Delicacy. The king. God, I just didn't know you guys were paying so much attention to oh, me. It's so nice. I mean, you, a grown man could have friends like these. <laughs> Birth, best birthday ever. I <laughs> <laughs> didn't realise it was his birthday. Yeah. Like, this is so cool. Oh, this is so <laughs> lovely. Thank you so much. Shots all round. <laughs> They're like, no, we're get me, good. Get me some more rocket fuel. <laughs> okay, so Murphy had an idea next. He let a tin of sardines rot for several days. Mixed in some shrapnel. What? <laughs> He's not going to notice that there's nails in his fish. Oh, this is pretty crunchy sardines. Slathered the concoction between pieces of bread and served Malloy the sandwich. No, I probably just assumed it was like a whole meal, like a multi-grain yeah, bread. Yeah, like you get bits. You're going like, to get oh. bits in that. Any minute, they thought, this metal's going to start slashing through his organs. Instead, <laughs> Malloy finished the sandwich and asked for another. <laughs> That was great. That guys, that was really great. Rotten sardines with I also read at one point it had like drawing pins in there. Oh. He's just eating it. <laughs> How are you not noticing? It's insane. <laughs> so then they realized that if they really wanted to kill Malloy, which oh boy they did, they'd have to do it a different way. Mm-hmm. They had tried poisoning him with everything they could think of and nothing had worked. And Marino recalled his success with Mabel Carlson and suggested that they ice Malloy down and leave him outside overnight. So that night they waited for Malloy to inevitably pass out drunk. They tossed him in the back seat of Pasqua's car and they drove in silence to uh, Cretona Park. Out of respect. (laughs) And dragged the unconscious man through piles of snow. They stripped off his shirt, they dumped bottles of cold water on him and at no time did he wake up during any of this. 
So you can only imagine how shit-faced he is. Um, and then uh, Marino and Pasqua left him there in the park to freeze to death. They go back, they go home, go to bed, sleep easy. <laughs> and, uh, and they're like, all right, we did it. The next day, Malloy returned to Marino's bar. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> laughing about waking up in the snow. Guys, I must have been wasted last night. I don't even remember walking through the snow or taking my top off. Exactly. He had no idea how he'd got there. He He's like, like lying in the snow. The last time they did it on a bed with a window open. Yeah, he's in, he's the, in snow. the snow. No shirt and cold water dumped all over him, so his body is just so cold. They must be thinking about cutting their losses at some point. Yeah. Surely, but or thinking that it is some, he's some some sort of spirit or something. Yeah, he's made yeah. a deal with the devil. He can't be taken down. If there's one thing they have though, it's perseverance. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is crazy. So he Malloy spent the day laughing about it with his bemused friends over drinks. He's like, "Isn't this fun? Oh God, I am wild. I am wacky. What am I like? What am I like? Am I right, fellas? Best friends? Are we all getting matching tats? Let's do it. So another month had passed and another insurance policy payment was due, so the murder trust were growing more and more impatient. Someone suggested they just hit him with a car. (laughs) So they recruited the service of a cab driver friend of theirs. So another person's been cut Another person's in, but only for like a one-off payment kind of thing. He's not getting a whole... Thing I think they were going to pay him like 160 bucks. His name's listed as two different names in a couple of different sources. <laughs> and he has to destroy his cab as well. Yeah. His name's either Harry or Hershey Green. It's definitely Green. Let's go with Hershey because it's great. Hershey's it's great. great. That feels like a bad deal for him. 160 bucks to, <laughs> to kill someone, someone yeah. and ruin your <laughs> and car. Ruin your car. Which is your, your, the way you're your livelihood. And, you've got, and if you work for a cab company or whatever, you've got to be like, yeah, I killed a man last night. Yeah. And I don't have a car. Can I borrow a car? It was an accident. Um, so, Certainly uh, that's what we'll be telling the insurance company anyway. <laughs> I've said too much. So you might think that they just get Green to wait outside the speakeasy until Malloy left and then follow him for a bit and hit him. Like yes. that would, to me, that seems... That's what I'm thinking. I'm still assuming that right now. That seems pretty logical. But no, no, that's way too clever. <laughs> Apparently what they did was once again let Malloy drink himself until he was very, very drunk, uh, and then they all piled into the cab together with a drunk Malloy, passed out lying across their legs. Okay. And they drove They drove a few blocks and they stopped, and uh, two of them dragged Malloy uh, down the road. They held him up, kind of like crucifixion style. They was holding him up because he couldn't stand because he was that drunk. So they held him up, uh, and then Green... Gunned the edge and he starts racing towards them. Everyone's braced. But from the corner of his eye. (laughs) All of them are in front of the car. I know. So what, they're going to jump out of the way? I don't know what their plan is. But but out of the corner of his eye, Maglione saw a woman turn on a light in her room and he worried that she'd witness the incident. So he, like, called out to stop. So the cab screeches to a halt. Everyone's sort of like, oh, man. And then they're, they're making sure the coast is clear. Once they're like, yep, we're all good. She hasn't seen anything. She's just turning on a light. Uh, they prepared for round two. <laughs> She's gone to bed. Well, is it in the same spot? Yep, they didn't move. Oh, my God. Malloy managed to leap out of the way, not once, but twice. <laughs> What? They're holding him up and he jumped out of the way. <laughs> He's like, hey, fellas, what are the odds of this? Twice in the same night, someone's trying to run us over while we've been standing in the middle of the road. Oh, that was lucky. Anyway, should we, yeah, let's continue the conversation uh, back, back the in the middle of the road. Let's, anyway. Uh, um, I feel lucky oh, my alive. God, there's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Quick. 
Oh, well, I need to go home. Cab? Taxi? <laughs> <laughs> on the third go, Green <laughs> raced at Malloy at 50 miles or 80 kilometres an hour, and he hit him. Malloy bouncing off the hood of the car and falling to the ground. For good measure, Green backed up over him again, just to make sure. This time, they'd done it. The gang was sure. He was definitely dead. But another car was coming, so they fled the scene so that they weren't seen. There were no witnesses. So about a week later, Joseph Murphy, pretending to be the brother of Nicholas Mallory, this fake person, called all the morgues and hospitals in an attempt to locate his missing sibling. But no one had any information. Um, There were no reports of a fatal accident in the newspaper. (laughs) And five days after that, when there was still no record of Malloy being dead, Pasca and the rest of the gang were getting so desperate that Pasca was plotting to just kill any other drunk he could and pass him off as his fictional Nicholas Mallory. And then, lo and behold, in walks Malloy. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, have I got a head. <laughs> He's pretty battered and bruised. Um, I think he'd uh, fractured his skull. Um, and, I, and some sort of injury to his leg, whether it was a fracture or a break or something like that. And he's still at the bar a week later. It was, this was, it was uh, about four weeks later. A month oh, okay. went by in this whole time. Oh, my God. And he, he, he was so keen to tell his friends about this wild story. Oh. oh, my. I know. All he could remember was the taste of whiskey, the cold night air, a flash of lights, and waking up in Fordham Hospital. That's all he can ever remember. I know. They're doing this the wrong way. They could make money out of this guy alive. Like, tour him around. Have your best shot. You could yeah. run him over to whatever you like. He can't die. He will not die. <laughs> Just <laughs> charge per, for tickets. Drinking competitions. I will drink anything. Yeah. I'll Just gamble. Anyone. Put up a bet. They're, they could make way more money using him for good. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to explain to him, I had, how do you know that I can drink methylated spirits and not die? Well. Well. You um, see, funny our friendship story. didn't really start out as a conventional <laughs> yeah. friendship. But I, we like you now. Yeah, I'm not going to kill you mm. now. We've grown fond of you. Now I just want to make money off you, <laughs> off your alcoholism. Um, finally, though, Malloy's luck had to come to an end. Dave, oh, as you would say. All good things, sadly, must come to an end, including Malloy's luck. <laughs> and this long torture of, of a poor man. <laughs> On February 21st, 1933, seven months after the murder trust had first made their plan, they once again waited for Malloy to drink himself into an unconscious state. They then took him to an apartment building less than a mile away from the speakeasy, and they this is fucked. They put one end of a, a rubber tube from a gaslight into his mouth, wrapped a towel tightly around his face, and then poisoned him with carbon monoxide. Um, this time, Malloy did not make a miraculous t- uh, recovery, oh. and he was finally dead. He made two miraculous <laughs> recoveries. <laughs> a friend of the group, who was a dodgy doctor named Dr. Frank Manzella, filed a fake death certificate stating that this was Nicholas Mallory and that he died of pneumonia. I mean, this murder group is, now has like half the city in it. Yeah. Yeah, each right, there's so many. $3. Yeah. It's, it's really pointless at this point. Plus, by the time you're covering the costs of the insurance policies and how much alcohol he's drank and how much tin, the, the tins of wood, wood alcohol they had to keep going and getting from the hardware store. A new cab. On. Yeah, <laughs> a new cab. I, th- just, I often think about that with like um, – Criminal stuff that takes so much time and effort. It's like, great, you've got dedication. Yeah. Just use that dedication for something legal and you'll go really far. Yeah. It's so much time and effort. For something legal? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like if you were just – and you're not murdering a man. Right. Yeah, just but there's – Take like, that tenacity and apply it. 
wedding planning. Somewhere else. Yes, exactly. You'd be great. You're a real planner. Exactly. Attention to detail. Exactly. You know what, what they can and can't drink. For example, oysters. doesn't even have to be specifically weddings, just events. Yes, event planning. Event Dave, planning. this is a man who has grown up in the affluent East who believes everyone's got an equal shot. Do you think these people in the Great Depression could just start a wedding planning company? Event planning, sorry, please. Event. Oh, sorry, event planning. Yes. Oh, yeah, of course, yes. Thank you. Certainly. Sorry, I missed that. People part. have to plan their Great Depressed event. Not everyone was depressed. Oh. I'm sure the mega wealthy was still okay. Do you think the Great Gatsby organised his own stuff? He had an event planner. Right. He, oh, my God. Are you kidding? His lavish parties? Yeah. They were so lavish. Exactly. Of no, course, of that, he sorry. must have had a planner, a staff, yes, in fact. He would have had several planners. The themes to his parties. Oh. Yeah, they were often like 1920s themes. Yeah, so fun. Yeah, I love that. Love that. I love like the, the frilly skirts. Flappers. And stuff. Flappers. They flappers. Flapper though? dress, yes. They're fun. And you wear a little like a, a headband. Yeah. That keeps your hair in a weirdly flat place. Yeah, so good. Or that, you know, in, the, in Poirot, the old David. Dave, are you familiar with the David Suchet version of Poirot? No, I'm more of a John Malkovich fan. Okay. But uh, David Suchet, yes. The, his assistant in the first few seasons who had that weird hairstyle where oh, the Miss fringe Lem- Miss Lemon. Miss Lemon. Looking at it, I'm like, what are you doing here? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching. <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalised results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI, Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. <laughs> And edit it. <laughs> hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music or ebooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. <laughs> <laughs> and you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. When was this a thing? Yeah. She looks great. Circles of hair on your forehead. <laughs> Hate it. Not a fan. <laughs> I want to go back and if I had a time machine, that's where I'd go back and I'd say, stop it. <laughs> stop it with that hair. <laughs> would I kill baby Hitler? No. <laughs> I would go to the hairdressing salons of the 1920s. And say, ladies, enough. <laughs> Shave it off. <laughs> Get rid of it. <laughs> you look yeah. ridiculous. Jump back in the DeLorean and, you know, the history's changed. Shave forever. some heads. Yeah, what Hitler <laughs> probably never became, you know, the guy he was if I changed that little bit. 
the 1920s. Yeah, you're right. Butterfly flaps at wings, etc. Yeah. Hmm. Think about that. Flappers. Butterfly yeah, flappers at wings. <laughs> Is that where that term comes from? Yes. Yes, Dave. They made sometimes, read a book. I know. Sometimes on, I don't Dave. connect obvious things. Yeah. You're the smart one. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you play the role of the smart yeah. one. I mean, we, we lived in the curtain bit here, mm. but it's actually Jess and I. We are mega smart. Yeah, you're controlling smart. me. I'm yeah. a puppet. I'm a puppet man. You're yeah. a puppet-sized puppet. <laughs> <laughs> How convenient. They said, do you want it, like, man size? We said, absolutely not. No. That'd be suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> it must be puppet size. Could we get it in the size of a boy? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want it to be like a big strong boy? No, 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 no. no. Oh, no. What have you got in puppet size? <laughs> oh, puppet size puppet. We Let want a weak little boy. <laughs> want to be able to put my thumb and index finger around his bicep. <laughs> Tiny little boy. Then we also had to develop uh, different voices because that's how we talk yeah, quite we naturally. Talk like on mic, we talk like this. Like and this. Honestly, Hi. I hate it. Yeah, yeah, it's gross. I hate Hearing it. Hearing back is the worst. But, you know, it's all part of the brand. Yeah. But I do miss my authentic self. Yes. Me too. No, no, no. Me too, <laughs> <I've lost> Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I get so lost yeah, in the character. You get, you get lost in the Caribbean. I, I lose me. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Dave, please don't project onto me. Yeah. <laughs> the puppet's projecting back onto its master. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> ah, you admit it, I'm your master. Master, master, master. Clean the floors, Dave. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, so now this is a relatively short report because it's a pretty fantastic story. I like <laughs> I mean, two people have been tragically killed, but I love it so much. Yeah, it's so wild. Uh, now it was time to claim their cash. They finally oh, actually yeah. killed Malloy. Now they've got to get their money. Look at their tree fitty each. They only got $800 from the Metro- Metropolitan Life Insurance Company. And what were they were hoping for about two and a half, was it? I think so. Well, th- no, three, oh, no, I'm... sorry. It was going to be three grand in total. So okay. let's say on average a grand from each. Okay. So they get 800 bucks. Um, and that was, they said, oh, it's because... You've clearly killed this person who is not the person you've said it is. Yeah. But we'll give you 800. How's that? We love a, a body's a body. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with yeah. the body at your insurance company? Up, 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 up. <laughs> Hand, like finger, finger over the mouth. With chloroform. Apparently Murphy and Marino each spent their share on a new suit. All they had to do to get a new suit was kill a guy. Oh, my God. Over seven weeks. Why not steal months. a suit? Seven if you're going to do a crime. Seven months. They oh, yeah. paid. For a suit. They paid insurance premiums. They paid for wood alcohol. Marino runs a bar. His bar lost money instead of putting that money back into his bar. He hasn't fucking charged anyone. He bought a suit. So they're incredibly intelligent people. But now I look great whilst I'm getting ripped off <laughs> <Yeah>. by my customers. <laughs> Pasqua arrived at the uh, Prudential office, confident he'd collect the money from the other two policies. But the agent, spanner in the works, said, well, when can I see the body? And Pasqua was like, oh, it's already been buried. And and that caused some suspicion. And the insurance company alerted the police. And in May of 1933, Malloy's body was exhumed for investigation and it was found that he had not died of pneumonia. Um, Green, who was the, the cab driver we remember, uh, was not happy with his cut. He started talking. Oh. And so I assume back then they just had no way of finding out. Like they hadn't thought this through at all. Like yeah. just looking at the body, they were able to find out it wasn't how he died. Oh, my God. They were a little naive. <laughs> 
That's so naive. Just steal a suit. Steal a suit. Steal money. Like, you, yeah, you've got months. Use that months of planning to plan one night of a suit shop heist. Not even. Do you know what? Spend that amount of time just trying to improve your business. You know what I mean? (laughs) My main thing here is why didn't they just put him on the street and run him over? Why do they they tried the, that. Why do they hold him up, though? Yeah, it is hold, weird. He could have just been like, oh, I'm a cab driver, came around the corner, I was didn't see him because he's a drunk guy passed out on the street. That's an accident. Well, I still don't think Green is going to be like, oh, officer, I accidentally hit him. You'd, like, hit and run. Not that I'm saying that's a good thing to oh do. Oh, my God. We're saying some true colours here. <laughs> no, just <laughs> hit him and run. So, anyway, uh, Green starts talking. Oh, well, Herschel Green. Yeah. Hershey Green. Hershey. Herschel. Police discovered that a homeless woman had died in Marino's speakeasy under suspicious circumstances and that Marino was the sole beneficiary of her life insurance policy. Hmm. That is weird. Hmm. Weird. Let's look so not only are these more. They've absolutely cooked this bad plan, but it's also uncovered his last bit of dodginess. Yeah. Silly boys. Then I read, and I don't have much detail. Also, this story obviously is from a very long time ago, and there's a few sort of articles written about it, but not a heap of information. It just said that on a separate matter, Tough Tony was shot dead, and Joseph Maglione, his like sidekick, was charged with his murder. I don't know if he actually shot him or if it, he was just falsely charged. Don't know. It would be funny if that one was a genuine accident. Yeah. Yeah. I was just showing him how my gun works. <laughs> Look at this. It goes bang. Oh, oh no, no. Not again. <laughs> I'm losing all my friends. Not again. I just a good want joke. to impress them with my. Not again. Though. Not again. Not again. Always I'm just going to make a call. <laughs> Love that. That's a good bit. Good Carry bits. the one. <laughs> <laughs> These are all the best bits. All Use the them in any bits. scenario. <laughs> any <laughs> scenario, good. they're all funny. Any. Read a book. <laughs> Read a book. Before long, there was enough evidence to arrest the remaining murder trust. Frank Pasqua, Tony Marino, Daniel Kreisberg, who we haven't heard much of, but he was there the whole time, Joseph Murphy, all appeared at the Bronx Bronx County Courthouse. First, they tried to plead insanity. All of them. But when that didn't work, they tried to implicate each other in the murder. (laughs) I'm either insane or they did it. Yeah, I'm crazy. Woo! No, you're not. Okay, it was him. Yeah, he did it. Uh, then that didn't really work either. So then they tried to accuse Bastone, the guy who had died. That's where they should have started. Of yeah. Malloy's murder. They're like, the guy you can't question. Yeah. It was him. Why didn't we say that first? Yeah, we should have said that before I said because, I was cookie. Because I'm insane, that's why. I'm insane. <laughs> what am I like? What am I like? <laughs> it didn't work. And in June and July of the following year, 1934, Pasqua, Marino, Kreisberg and Murphy were executed by the electric chair at Sing Sing Prison. Uh, Harry Green, the cab driver, was the only member of the murder trust to escape execution and was st- was instead sent to prison. Right. So how many people were executed then? Uh, a lot. It's quite a body count four? on this episode. Pasqua, Marino, Kreisberg and Murphy were all, oh, all, all got the electric chair. And then Big John got shot. Tough Tony was already dead. Tough Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened to Maglione, actually. And then... Harry Green two. went to prison. Right. It's a... I, You'd never get in a business with a group of people who are willing to kill for a small amount of money or any amount of money, right? Wouldn't mm. you, as soon as it happens, just not. I don't think they're the most trustworthy people, especially when you open up to a huge group. Yeah. I'd say the moral of this story is try not to kill. 
people, oh, please. That is a good moral, yes. Had you seen that? Read in between the lines. I reckon it's in there somewhere. Try not to kill. Yeah. Also, trust no one. Oh. Um, thou shall not kill. Thou shall not trust. Yeah. People called bad Tony. Perfect. But, yeah, it was kind of a a, a pretty memorable, obviously, case uh, because he survived at least five attempts on his life before they finally got him. But that is my story about Mike the Durable or Iron Mike. The Durable or, is such an understated I know, word. So Irish Rasputin. Wait, what's the, what's the Rasputin I don't thing? know. I actually don't. They, I don't know. Rasputin, they... they uh, the story him. goes that he wouldn't die. Right. Right, yeah. But they shot him and then stabbed I him. I remember the part him. about his dick. Yeah, right. No, they shot him and stabbed him and then threw him in the ice. And... Oh, right, okay. Yeah. The and Irish also, I think also also poisoned him as well. He also, they'd been fed uh, ars- a- arsenic or something like that everyone would die. And he was like, yep. Yeah, delicious. Any more? And then, yeah. I just, yeah, it's, I feel like they really missed the trick by not using him as a... Um, yeah, just as a carny sort of yeah. sideshow guy. I think there was um there was something about it like the case was one of the very first cases to be investigated by the New York City Medical Examiner's Office. Like it had just been uh, founded, right? And so then it sort of like it was a historical case anyway. So it was um, unlucky for the murder syndicate, really. That is unlucky. Yeah, yeah, it was a bad time to be. God, a if he died six months earlier, like they wanted. <laughs> Probably would have got away with it too. If it wasn't exactly. for these pesky examiners. Just fucking die the first time. Ugh. Oh. Yeah, anyway, it's funny because I had this written down a little while ago as a uh, topic that might be good for a mini report and then I started researching and I was like, there's definitely enough for a full report. It was actually a fairly short report there. but It's good to have short reports sometimes. There wasn't heaps. There's not heaps and heaps and heaps of information and nothing that you can really verify a lot. But if you want to read it, there's a very good article uh, on the Smithsonian which I reference. Um, it's probably my main reference for this one because it sort of had the most uh, most information. But anyway, that is the wild story, of Michael I, Malloy. I'm so glad you brought it to the group because I'd never heard of it and I love it. So fun. The yeah. man who wouldn't die. I really wish he just kept living. Forever. I know. I'm sad he did die. No, I honest, I thought it was all over when he got hit by the car, though. Yeah. And I wanted yeah, you when to he, think yeah, that. Yeah, I wanted you, you to did think that. that. Did well. Four weeks later, walking in. Hey, it's like, <laughs> it will not believe. Because we've all got that friend, especially when we're younger, we've all got that friend who always has crazy stories from, like, yeah. the weekend. They come into work and they're like, oh, oh God, I did this. And you're always like, you're so crazy. <laughs> um, but in this case, they're like, for fuck's sake, Mike, please just die. <laughs> He walks back in, none of you visited me in hospital. Yeah. Well, you guys supposed to be my friends. You would not believe the month I've had. I told you everything about me. I told you I'm approximately 60. <laughs> I told you I love seafood. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot he was 60. Well, yeah, they think. But also, like, he's also been living uh, pretty much out on the street. Like, he's been homeless for quite a while and is a big, big drinker. So he could be younger and he just has not oh, aged well. He's 32 years old. Just built up a real resistance. Yeah, it seems that way. But maybe like too much. <laughs> mm. But yeah, anyway, isn't that crazy? Crazy cool. Love it. Did you have fun? That's so much fun. That's today. all I want. That's what it's all about. That's all I want. Well, that brings us to the segment of the show that the people love, the people want, the people need. They need it. The main event, if you will. Yes. Now that we've got the entree out of the way, <laughs> it is time 
for the fact, quote, or question. Section. Now, Matt, this comes from a Patreon supporter, and if people want to support the show on Patreon, where do they go? They go to patreon.com slash pod. And... Damn right. And uh, in exchange for supporting the show, if you want to keep us rocking and rolling, you can uh, go there and get a couple of bonus episodes every month that no one else hears, access to ticket pre-sales. We've got a Facebook group and stuff that no one else is involved with. We'll give you a shout-out, which we'll do in a couple of minutes. But also, one uh, of the Sydney Scheinberg, rest in peace, uh, deluxe package tier members gets to submit a fact, a quote, or a question and give themselves a nickname that Matt reads out. And this week, uh, the fact, the quote, or the question, it's a fact, comes from <laughs> Johannes, Johan, I'd say. What, an O with an umlaut on top. O, O, or U-wall, maybe. Johan U-wall. I love that. And he's uh, given us this fact. And like I'd, I'd say most weeks, I am reading it for the first time, so <laughs> uh, be patient, please. He says... I had a hard time coming up with a fun fact for you guys, so I decided to Bing Google and then Google the word fact. (laughs) Instead of finding an actual fun or interesting fact, I chose the Wikipedia page about fact as my fact. (laughs) So this is a fact about fact. Yes. And he quotes, uh, I guess this is a quote from Wikipedia, a fact is a thing that is known to be consistent with objective reality and can be proven to be true with evidence. For example... This sentence contains words, is a linguistic fact, and the sun is a star, is a cosmological fact. Further, Abraham Lincoln was the 16th president of the United States, and Abraham Lincoln was assassinated, are also both facts of, a, of the historical type. This is like, there's a lot of, of many facts in this fact. Yeah. It might be a little bit like cheating for my part since it technically includes several facts, but I just thought it was funny how they kept mentioning more examples (laughs) as if it wasn't clear enough what a fact actually is. If you deem this message to be too long to read out, then just choose one of the facts mentioned above. I believe they're all fine facts. (laughs) (laughs) They're fine. As a title, I would like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind since that is probably my favourite title. It's a great title, good film. I haven't seen it in ages, but I I loved it at the time. Yeah, likewise. It is a good film. Good film. I wonder if it holds up. Let's rewatch it. Our next movie night. Let's get out the beanbags and our matching PJs. Yes. Just uh, make a hot cocoa. That sounds so good. Yum. I love that idea. I love marshmallows. (sighs) Me too. Why do you still have marshmallows? I haven't yeah, I had marshmallows in a long, a long time. time. I was trying to play along, but I... Yeah. Should we try marshmallows again or should we just let them go? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I hope you think so. Ooh. Do you like them cooked or do you like them on a... Oh, an it's got to be fire? roasted on an open Yeah, they are better roasted. I but I used to just eat them raw. Oh, mm. yeah. There was something fun about being like you toast the skin and then pull off yes. the skin. Yes, and they're oh, kind of goo. gooey inside. Goo on yes. a stick. And then go again. A bush stick Yeah, you just keep... Burning that goo. Slowly creating a coating of goo. (laughs) And then lathering your body in it. And then jumping in the fire. And then going to school. (laughs) Good morning. Uh, And the other thing we like to do with Patreons, if uh, people who support us on patreon.com slash pod, is we'll uh, thank some of our supporters each episode. We will do that. We do it every time. We normally do it with a bit of a game. A little bit of a fun game that we play. Jess comes up with some sort of a game. I, I always call it a game. It's not at all a game. What is well, it? 
just a bit. It's a bit. Just it's a, a bit. bit. Of, it's a bit of the show. Should we name their gang? Okay. You know how like they were the murder trust, the but murder they don't trust. have to be murderers. We can yeah. we can tell them what their what their like okay. philosophy is. That's great. But their gang of friends, what are they called? Uh, I love that. I love that so much. Do you? Yeah. And uh, kicking off. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> what does this mean? <laughs> you. Oh, what have you no. done? All right. Let me Google what this address is. Oh no. That, we've, I've looked ahead and there's actually some incredible ones this week. Oh, no. What have we done here? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, I see. Gothenburg and Sweden. But obviously that's not how Swedish people say it. It looks it's Gutenberg Sverige. Is that how – is that – is Sweden – do Swedish people call Sweden Sverige. Sverige. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Gutenberg Swedish. Sverige. Sverige. Well, I apologise for all of that. Um, uh, and who are you actually thanking, apart from the whole country? Obviously, we, we love the sport of Sw- the Swedes. Mikhail Medin or Mikhail Medin or Michael <laughs> Medin. Mik- how would you – can you say that? What would Mikhail? you say? How would you Mikhail? say that? I think you definitely nailed it one of the three. All right. Yeah, Thank you so three. much, uh, Michael. Michael. It's so cool. This one's okay. in Gothenburg, Sweden. That's sick. That's so awesome. good. Um, so you got goth right there. What? What's the gang? Is it a gang of emo gang? Yeah. The emo emus. They're all <laughs> just not into it at uh, all. Dave's not into it either. That was no good. <laughs> emus are an Australian animal. Come on. Yeah, but this is well, this Do is theatre of the mind. Do you say emu or emu? Definitely. No one says emu. emu. Americans say emus, but what do they know No, there's about a... emus? No, don't bring up the mayor thing again. No. Because I think I was proven correct in that one. No, but and I will re- I'll say this again. You weren't saying it in an American way. You were saying it like mayor. John Mayer. Mayer. <laughs> you were going, you know, mayor, as they would say. And But you, you were again, you're arguing with all the Americans who messaged in saying, yeah, Matt was right. They're the ones you're arguing with now. Americans, you're telling no, but Americans they're saying, how they pronounce Yeah, we words. say it like mayor, and you're going mayor. Different... You said mayor. No, everyone. You said everyone says mayor. <laughs> oh, okay. And I said no, that is not right. But I no, not everyone it. says mayor. I'll I'll admit defeat well, there. But you were also saying incorrectly, mayor. Well, no, there's, the point is a lot of people say it a lot of different ways. Sure. One of the ways some people say it is incorrect. Mayor. Yes. Mayor. Pleased to meet you, mayor. <laughs> Now, I feel like this we've overshadowed the thank you to Michael Medden from Gothenburg, Sweden. I think that we should say uh, he is part of the Batman Boys. That is so much worse than Emo Emus. (laughs) That's terrible. That's bad. I'm going with Batman Boys. Batman Boys, thank you so much. What are you talking about? You've really lost. You can have another go with the next one. I think, again, people are going to back me up on Twitter. And they probably will, and that's fine. Mm. Is they're right and you're yeah, wrong? Yeah, but uh, once again, I should probably remind them that uh, this comes out a few days after we've recorded, and as soon as I leave this room, I've forgotten everything. So I'll have no idea what you're talking about. I'll know what you're talking about. <laughs> they get around. So at Matt, I don't like, yeah, Vote I don't one care. Batman boys. They get, get around in Gothenburg City wearing uh, leather jackets with emo emus on the back. It's sick. All right, you're right. We didn't yes and you there, and we should have because well, we're a team. Just another emo just an, emus. Just another. I'm example. literally trying to do it right now. Another example of being let down. I'm I'm by backing my so-called you. So-called friends. I'm backing you right now. 
I'd also love to thank <laughs> Matt. I'm not backing you. Unbelievable. Where is this place? Yeah, there's a there's a few amazing I'm guessing this places. Is Finland. This is Finland. Yeah. Wow, from Lati in Finland. I'd love to thank Henri Strandman. Hon- Henry Strandman. Henri Strandman. Strandman. Henry Strandman. Henri and his Strandman. Gang. Mm. Is Finland the land of a thousand lakes or ten thousand lakes? It's lots big. of lakes, do they? Yeah, like got. And oh. I think I think ten thousand is actually an, an underestimate. I think it's actually tens of thousands. Okay, I've got it. Then his group of friends are the Lakers. Lakers. That is cool. That's cool. I'm cool with that. I hate it. I think we should do something else because I'm a mean person. <laughs> I I backed you. I'm a big you. mean. You did not back me. You can rewrite history. Mean people. Okay. All right, Matt. Can't believe I came here today feeling good about myself. I don't want to <laughs> Never leave. feel good about yourself. You feel like an emo. That's your mistake. <laughs> yeah. So the the Lakers. Yeah, that's great. Good one. All right. Thank you so much, Henri. <laughs> yeah, good one. Yeah, good one. Good one. Dave, do you want to thank some people? Yes, I would love to thank next. Like we are moving across the countries here. Well, we moved east and now we're going back west. From Trondheim in Norway now. Oh, great. This wow, is, we, it's I weird we've landed all in the same area. Yeah. Can we just say we thank the people in order of their pledges? So I don't know if that week in uh, that part of Europe we suddenly took off or something. Yeah. But thank you so much from Trondheim in Norway, Alexandra Simonson Ooh. or Simonson. Alexandra Simonson from Trondheim, Norway. Dave, we've both thought of something. Uh, you came up with the terrible... Batman boys. Batman boys. Yuck. The Awful. worst so far, I'd say. See if you can. <laughs> quite a stretch. See if you can redeem yourself. I came up with the Lakers. Okay. That was fucking sick. That was really great. Thank uh, you so much. When I think of Norway, I think of playwright Henrik Ibsen. So Henrik's heartthrobs. Oh, I actually, I don't hate it. I You're on board with that, Matt? What do you think? I mean, you feel free to have a crack at me here. I I think it's I think it's fine. Um, one of my favourite songs from a couple of years ago was uh, Bergen to Trondheim by Sun Kill Moon. What did you say? Can we merge the two together? Henrik's Heartthrobs. Oh, no, that's great. That's stands <laughs> one. Are you sure? It's a really good song, but it is interesting. I'd, I'd never, <laughs> Thank you so much. I never... Um, appreciate you being genuinely nice. I quite... I did not... Uh, I, I knew that song, and mm. I know it's about... A, he wrote it, I think, on a journey for, between these two cities, but I never knew that that was... Uh, where that was. So it's in Norway, Trondheim. That's cool. That is pretty cool. Very, very cool. Thanks so much, Alexandra. I haven't, have you, I've I'm never sorry. been to uh, any of the Scandinavian No. Countries. I haven't been to that area at all. Love I, to. I've been to Sweden and they are as beautiful as everyone says they are. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I've got to get there someday. My cousin Finn, when he was about, oh, he was only like five or something, he was very little, and they went to Finland and he just had the best time because yeah. he was like, it's my <laughs> land. He'd oh, yeah. walk around like, my name's Finn. That's me. <laughs> and he was so cute. The oh. closest I've been is seeing uh, Children of Bodom laugh in <laughs> okay. Melbourne. They're like a Finnish metal band. <laughs> Very silly, fun band. Very long hair. Key, yeah, and uh, a lot of long key keyboard solos. <laughs> Love that. Real fast key solos. Love a key solo. All right, thank you now to... Still, it's honestly still impressive that you are listening in New Haven, East Sussex, in uh, England. I'd like to thank Peter Denya. Peter Denya. Peter Denya. Yeah, I like that. It's great Sounds name. like a like you're replying to something. Sussex. Peter Denya. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I like Great that. Great to meet you. Peter Peter Denya. Peter Denya. Hmm. All right. Peter Denya. Peter Denya now. Oh, Peter Denya. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. So some sort of maybe like a like the Lion Kings. Or R- the... Rafiki's mm. something. Ah, oh, Rafiki's Ruffigans. <laughs> I like it. Rafiki's Ruffigans. Matt does it again. Wow. <laughs> Jess is really, it's really got, trying to win you yeah, back. It's here, real, it's you're not letting a patronising sort of level. You're not letting her back into your I heart. I cannot win. <laughs> Peter Daniel, you know Daniel. what you did. <laughs> I think he's Ruffigans. Ruffigans. Thank you so much. That is good stuff. Hey, can I thank some people, please? Take us home, please. I'd like to thank also from Great Britain, Andy Conduit Turner. Conduit ACT. Oh. oh, the capitals. The capitals. That's good. Now, Andy, uh, <laughs> the Australian capital territory is Canberra, um, and so we sometimes just call it ACT. Uh, yeah. And that's I just wanted to clarify because you're in Great Britain. You yeah. might be like, why yeah. are you calling me the capitals? Um, Mate, that's why. And you know who, who uh, does the work up in sure. the galas? What are the clowns up there? Maybe the clowns like, up in yeah. Canberra. Hey, where's the, the comedy? I thought the comedy festival was over. But, yeah, up, oh, up there oh. in Canberra, you know. The clown, clowns. The capital capitals. clowns. Yeah. Capital clowns. Oh, oh. Yeah, the symbol is definitely a laughing clown. But like a scary-looking clown. Yeah. Like a bad clown, like a clown who definitely knows where drugs yeah. are. And, and holding a wad of money. <laughs> yeah, money Whoa. and then a baseball bat in the other hand. Well, yeah. three-handed clown. Yeah. <laughs> I've only got money in one and baseball in the other. Yeah, oh, and the other one yeah. is, and, the, and his third hand's given the finger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, he's got three, then he has to have four. Okay. So the fourth one's holding drugs. Okay. <laughs> just, just some sort of Or drugs. a cigarette at least. Yeah. You know? Of drugs. A cigarette, a drug cigarette. Speaking of uh, drug cigarette type paraphernalia, I was at the airport yesterday morning, very early, about 7 o'clock in the morning. Too and, early, too early um, to the airport. I swear to God, when I was in the bathroom, I looked over and someone was washing a bong. Amazing. Washing out a bong inside the well, airport. Well, yeah, you're we've not going to put that in your checked bag, are you? No, we've gone, wrecked. No, we've gone through security, so it's obviously been come up through the been scanned. They've seen a bong gone, no worries. Now he's washing it out in the toilet. I guess My the bag got pulled up. Legal, right? It's... Yeah, but it just seems like a strange place to wash your bong. Right. My bag got pulled up the other day because some I had tweezers in there. And did they throw them out? No, but they just two two pairs of tweezers had gotten tangled, so it looked a bit odd. And they're like, "We've got to go through this oh, whole bag." Tweezer kings. And I was like, "Yeah, they get ta- you tangled." Need to calm your farm. Anyway, so thank you, ACT. And finally, bringing things a little closer to home, Mm. from Christchurch in New Zealand, just across the pond, I would like to thank Sam Phillip. You were talking before, Jess, about wanting to get a dog and naming it Sam. Yeah. So maybe there's some sort of a dog, dogs of war or something. The war dogs. War dogs. (laughs) Warthogs. 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 (laughs) (laughs) They've done it again. Yes. Sam Phillip. Warthogs. And the Warthogs. Member. Oh, Sam Phillip and the Warthogs. You're also a band. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're a front man. Yeah. You're welcome. Love that. Thank well, you, Sam. Thank you to everyone for supporting yeah, us. That's Honestly. amazing. All six, none from Australia then. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Three from countries we rarely thank. So good to thank all of you. Very, very cool. Very, very cool. And Can uh, we visit all of you? That would please. be great. Do you have three couches? <laughs> If so, why? (laughs) (laughs) In 25 words or less, tell us why. Why have you got so many couches? That's crazy. I've got one. Spare bed? (laughs) Yeah, the first bed. We've got many beds, but you asked for couches. So we bought them. 
So we put three cats. I own a chalet. <laughs> I have many rooms available for you, but you asked for couch. <laughs> you may sleep in the foyer. Okay. I don't know what accent I'm doing there, so it can't be offensive. Well, it's, it's a mix of all six of those accents we talked yep. about. Brilliant. God, you're good. I am so good. the best actor in the world. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks to everyone that supports the show. If you want to be one of those legends, you can go to patreon.com slash pod right now. Right yes. now. Do it. There's Do it. a heap of different rewards, including uh, bonus episodes. You get two per month as well as a uh, chance to vote on topics. Oh, I forgot that one. Yes. Yeah, that, you, you changed the history of the show. So two out of three of the topics are voted on by Patreons. Mm-hmm. Even though anyone can suggest them. So if you are a listener and you're not a Patreon, you can still suggest topics in the link below in the description. Uh, you also get uh, uh, shout-outs, obviously, uh, on this podcast and also on uh, Book Cheat, Dave's podcast about books where he reads the classic novels mm. so you don't have to. That's right. Check it out. Uh, latest episode, what's the one? I did The Tempest, Shakespeare's uh, magical play. Lots of magic going on in that one. And uh, my guests were Nick Mason from The Weekly Planet and Sam Loy from Human Ordinary. Great podcasts. And also Primates is my podcast about primates popular culture. And last week and uh, I did the original Aladdin with the guys from the Total Reboot slash Mike Check podcasts, I Alexi and Cam. Know. And next week or tomorrow even, I'm going to do the brand new Aladdin. So see how it stacks up against the the old one. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, well, see how Will Smith um, comes up against Robin Williams. It's a tough battle, I tell you. Yeah, but uh, I've heard good things. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to see it in the next, well, by tomorrow, I guess. Yeah. Ten- Years will give you yeah, such a crick in the neck. <laughs> yeah, it's a good bit. It's a good bit. Why don't they bring that bit back? Bring the so. bit back. So I talked all about that Robin Williams performance last week and uh, how he ad-libbed most of it. Um, <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Wow, what a guy. He was probably an absolute nightmare to work with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be really hard. He is a lot. Um, <laughs> and other rewards including uh, you get a weekly newsletter usually and access into a Facebook group. Um, so we're always there hanging around chatting. But um, other ways you can get in contact with us is going to the uh, email address, which is dogoonpod at gmail.com or our website, dogoonpod.com. And that's got links to everything. Including everything. our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash dogoonpod. And there's uh, all episodes are up there, including live episodes, and most of those have, have been videoed with a video camera. Yeah, so you got, can see got, it's moving. We've got the camcorder out. Yeah. You can the, see what our faces the, do. The pictures are coming to life. Yeah. Oh. It's like, like some sort of magic. I still yeah. think it's, you know, magic. How, How do they it do work? it? How do they do it? How I don't know. It What's the science behind it? Anyway, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode with me doing the report. I'm really looking forward Ooh. to it. It's a great topic. I'm already head deep in. <laughs> head deep? Head deep. But did you dive in or? Yeah, like an emu. Like an emo emu. <laughs> Trying, um, an emo emu trying to drown themselves in a topic. Yes, and it's uh, it, it is very interesting. What is it? I'm not. I'm. Ah, nearly got him. You thought about it. It's a, it's crime related. Ooh, that's all I can say. Anyway, yeah, I say more. Uh, said too much. It's about uh, humans. <gasps> I know. On the wrong is. side of the law. Whoa. <laughs> and we'll um, see you next week. Yeah. But until then. We'll wrap it up and say goodbye. Laters. Bye. Got it.
This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's, it's up to you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.